0: Greg down in Dallas, Texas. We are in round three already. Can you believe it? Yeah, I'd zoom zoom tonight. Whew. Just flew right by. Honest to goodness, that last hour, power hour. Cam Edwards followed by Stacy Washington. Stacy on the right. Sirius XM, the Patriot One Twenty Five, great host of the Stacy on the Right show, and she's such a good friend. I've known Stacy for so long, and she is so spot on. With her assessment. I found it interesting that she she didn't think DeSantis was going to run. That's interesting. I don't think he is either. Well, he is showing a lot of signs. He's he's doing a lot of things that would telegraph that he might be meeting with donors, etc. But then again, sitting governor of a very large state. Yeah, I don't know that that's a giveaway remains to be seen. I think her theory about going up against Trump was right. But, boy, I'll tell you what, the media and the left are going to continue going after Donald Trump like crazy. He has been a little bit more quiet than I thought he would have been. He normally stands up in the face of controversy when it's coming at him from the media. I don't, I don't know. It'll be, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Anyway, guys, welcome inside Armed American Radio's MonsterCast. The Car Firearms Group studios are fired up for you. I am Mark Walters on the Sig Sauer mic, all of it presented by X-Insurance. And if you are watching on your screens, your television sets, et cetera, you can thank Daniel Defense and Lead Slinger's Whiskey. Greg, we've got a little bit of a change in the lineup in the roundtable today. Yes, Who was did. the first to call in today? Uh, it's always Lee Williams. Lee Williams, the Gunwriter. Welcome inside Lee Williams, the Gunwriter. How you doing, my brother? Good. I'm good to be here. Thanks for the invite. I think when he said it's always Lee Williams, that means you call in early all the time. And we love that because we know that you're there. I hate that you're sitting on hold for a few minutes, but at least I know Lee is there, baby. Isn't that right, Greg? Is that what you were doing? You can say, them on, they all know. Yeah, no,
3: essentially. Lee always calls super
0: early, and I don't mind it at all. It's him waiting, so it's whatever, you know what I mean? But Lee is always the first call. Lee, we love you to death. Thanks for being here. We appreciate it very much. Russell Stewart, Beverly Hills Guns out in California. How you doing, my man?
4: <laughs> Good, brother. Thank you so much for the invite. And it's our very first day of being under the rule of Karen Bath. So uh, probably Ooh. all downhill from here.
0: Well, I'm going to tell you a little story about my going out to California a couple weeks ago. As you know, you and I tried to hook up when I was out there, but the trip was just a quick whirlwind in and out. But I want to talk with you about that because I witnessed some of the things that you and I have talked about on this show with my own eyes out there, and it was really eye-popping. It it really, truly was. I felt like I was in a foreign country. We'll go there with the group in just a moment. And Justin Moon, none other than the CEO of Car Arms. Justin, how are you, my friend? Thanks so much for being here again today. Doing good, Mark. Thanks for having me. Okay, guys, here's where we're going to start. I spent time in california on just a whirlwind trip i was out in utah a couple weeks back and i had an opportunity to fly out to california real quick for a meeting and russell i'll start with you with a gentleman who owns a high-end jewelry store is there any such thing as a low-end jewelry store jewelry by its very definition is high-end and uh we were in uh we were in pasadena a very beautiful downtown area too pasadena's gorgeous And he's inside a mall, but it was an open air mall. And Russell, I saw the reason we were there was because this man was having trouble getting insurance because he was a victim of three smash and grabs. And Russell, when I sat there and talked to that man and listened to his story about what happened to him in broad daylight in a high end mall setting, it it just I see it on TV. And here I was talking to a man who the very door he's pointing at, the very counters and glass cases that I was standing in front of popped open, smashed. I couldn't, but it was just really hard to hear it with my own ears. And yet it's going on every single day out there. Has it calmed down? What's happening? Russell, having witnessed it with my own eyes and ears, it really was an eye opener what you are having to live with out there, the crime. What's going on out there now? Any changes?
4: No, there's been no changes at all. In fact, it's only getting worse. And you're you are correct. It is daily now. It's it, it's not one of these like random occurrences. It's happening absolutely daily. It's happening in the city of Los Angeles, in Beverly Hills, Culver City, Santa Monica, Malibu, Pasadena. It's it's just it's absolutely crazy. And the fact that when you're walking down the street now, you See people's faces. You see how concerned that they are. They see that they could be robbed at any moment, or somebody could. Uh, sorry. Uh, now the new thing I just heard um, yesterday is people are going to high-end malls and high-end restaurants looking for girlfriends, having lunch, drugging them, and then following them home. So that's a new thing that we've got to deal with here now. So it's, <sighs> I mean, it's just unbelievable. The homeless crisis. The gangs, the robberies, the follow-homes, the watch robberies, it's just out of control here.
0: Yeah, I, I, I saw it with my own eyes. Lee, the gun writer, Williams, you and I have talked about this stuff. We've written about this stuff. You've written about these things. We see it on the news. I saw it with my own eyes. We just heard it from Russell. It's every single day, Lee. It's not stopping. Yet people continue to put these morons in office that are turning these people out on the streets. And, Lee, one of the things I found interesting, and you're an ex-cop, so you'll appreciate this, was the fact that when we were talking to the jewelry store owner, who had been a victim of three broad daylight smash and grabs, where they just stand there and watch their stuff get taken and can't do anything about it, was when he told myself and Rick Lindsay, "There's there's security right outside the door. We've got security. And I, I slipped up and said, "Armed." It was not armed. It was just a woman wearing a uniform with no gun. To which time Rick looked at him and said, "That's not security. That's a person dressed up. It might as well be a costume." Lee, how does is this ever going to end? I don't see an end in sight. No, not in California. And if I don't. you
1: look at if you look at what's going on out there, then you look at the random violence going on in New York and Philadelphia and other and Chicago and other cities. Brother, we have lost the rule of law, and I think that's one of the few things that separates us as separates this country from the others. We have always had a rule of law, and that's being diminished every day. And once that's gone, there's no getting it back, and it's anarchy time. It's Ooh. it's survival of the fittest. It's, it's going to be terrible.
0: Well, I—, I- you just took the words out of my mouth. I was going to ask Justin. Justin, I was going to ask you. That, that's what leads to anarchy, is it not? But I, I'll tell you what. There is a story, Justin, on CNBC, I believe, and I picked it up yesterday. Check this out, Justin. Nearly 25% of U.S. homebuyers want to move and then it goes through the list of states and check this out this is where people and this is not going to shock you Russell it doesn't shock me and longtime armed american radio listeners likely won't shock you either the majority of those looking to relocate are from large cities Justin here's where they're coming from san francisco they went out la they went out new york they went out washington dc they went out boston they went out chicago they went out detroit they went out denver they went out seattle they went out and philly they went out hey Justin do you see a common denominator who runs all those cities Well, the commies run it. You know, Mark,
5: but uh, talking about that jewelry store owner who was robbed three times, I mean, let's face it, in California, they have a situation worse than anarchy. At least in anarchy, if you shot the robber, you know, the DA wouldn't come after you and put you in jail. But there, if you defend your property and and shoot the bad guy and shoot the guy who's robbing your store, they'll haul your ass off to jail for, for murder. And that's the problem we have. You know, an assault on property is actually an assault on life, Mark, and we need to recognize that for business owners, small business owners. Their their small business, their property is their livelihood. Without that property, they will die and starve.
0: You are spot on, Russell. Let me take it to you and I'll let you take it to the break. You're a small business owner in California. Justin is dead right. Now, Texas, you can use deadly force to protect property, and in many other states you can as well. What would have happened? If that individual and I know we're up against a break here, uh, but I have to set this up here as we let me do this. Russell, I'm going to come to you after the break. I want to set it up with this guys, the individual store owner that I'm referring to. I won't mention the shop. It doesn't matter. But the individual had a California concealed weapons license. And when we asked where his gun was, he mentioned to us that it was right over there in the, the safe and it wasn't. On his person, to which point I said to him, why is the gun not on your person? And he said to me, well, for a lot of different reasons, but I'll trust that God will take care of me, to which I replied, tell that to the guys in hoods and masks with guns who are coming in to destroy your livelihood and take it from you and don't care about your life. We'll turn it over to Russell Stewart, who is a business owner in Beverly Hills, California, not far from where I was witnessing this with my own eyes and ears. We'll be back. Three segments left with a round table. Don't go away.
8: It's Mike Gallagher wanting to let you know that the crew of the Desperado Sport Fish in Virginia Beach, Virginia supports Armed American Radio and the Second Amendment. And I'm right there with them. Now back to Mark Walters.
0: Ah, welcome back inside Car Firearms Group Studios. Mark Walters on the Sig Sauer mic for you today. All of it presented by X-Insurance. And if you're watching the video streams on your television sets or devices, Daniel Defense and Lead Slinger's Whiskey bring you that. Brad Primo from Lead Slingers could not be here today. He's feeling a little under the weather, so he's got the day off, and we've got Russell Stewart sitting in for him. Neil McCabe is out doing his military stuff, and Lee, the Gunwriter Williams, is sitting in for him. Two veterans, and of course, they're flanked over there by the great Justin Moon, the CEO of Car Arms, who just brought up a great point in the previous segment, and I want to take this over to you, Russell, because you're in California. You sell firearms to people whose names we all know and have likely paid money to see who also talk about how they don't like our guns. And I won't ask you to name names. I would love to be a fly on the wall in your shop one day. But hence, I am not. So I will leave it at that and digress. But I will say this. Justin's point is well taken. We saw what happened in New York with the bodega owner. Use a firearm or in this case, a knife. It doesn't matter. Use a tool to defend your life and get arrested for murder, like Justin said. I talked myself to a shop owner who has been a victim of three robberies, taking his livelihood, who admitted that he had a CCW and his gun wasn't even on his person. Now, I find that hard to wrap my head around. But, Russell, are shop owners like him out there afraid to use the tool that they have for self-defense because of that fear, because of the liberal DAs out there, et cetera? Absolutely,
4: I, I think what Justin said is spot on. I probably get anywhere between <clears throat> five to 10 people a day that come into my shop. And the very first thing that they ask me is, will I go to jail if I use this? Even if I'm justified, will I go to jail? And the sad thing is, is I have to look at them. And first I have to say, I'm not an attorney, but the second thing is yeah, possibly, you know, and and the fear the fact that we are in fear not of just of the bad guys out there that are actually you know causing harm to our citizens but we have to be in fear of our own politicians putting us in prison for defending ourselves and that is a real thing here in california it it is a constant topic i even think about it that myself i carry a firearm i have a ccw i carry a firearm every single day and it it there's not a day that goes by that I don't, you know, it doesn't cross my mind that if I need to use this, am I never going to see my kid again? And that's just sad. You know, it's a sad state of affairs when we're in, where we have to be afraid of both sides.
0: You know, you bring up a great point, Lee, the gun writer, Williams. And I want to get your take on this also, Justin. Uh, Russell just said, if I use this, am I ever going to see my kid again, as opposed to not using it? and never seeing your kid again. You follow me? So you've I mean, got... Lee, go ahead. You write about this stuff for a living and have for years. Nobody does it better than you. And you were a former cop. Uh, People shouldn't be put in this predicament, just, my friend.
1: No, they shouldn't. I mean, they have figured out how to disarm people without even taking their guns or limiting the guns they can get. It makes me sick. You know, I, I live in the great state, the free state of Florida. And by the way, our governor is running for president. I completely take that for take that for granted. Uh, it's sad. It's no way to live. It makes me sick.
0: Justin. When. Yes. When citizens continue to put Gascon's in office and Newsom's in office, when you have a state like California who is throwing every anti-gun law or case, whatever it is they can do in a post-Bruin environment, we've got organizations. Our good friend Alan Gottlieb, he was here in the first hour You know, suing the crap out of California, suing Oregon, suing Maryland, suing New Jersey, suing New York. Does this ever stop? Will they ever see the light? I mean, this has got to come to an end at some point, does it not? Well, you know, Mark, I don't believe that the
5: citizens are electing Gavin Newsom. I think that the Democratic Party's got a 20, 30 point skim, which they're running in the big cities with their political machine. And so we really can't blame the voter. If we want to solve the problem of the Democrat communists, we have to solve the problem of voter fraud.
0: Well, they are certainly confident in the cities. And let me say this. I I mentioned this just the, I think it was just midterms last week. I mentioned this after the midterms. Russell, I'll go to you. You're in California where you live this every single day. Of course, there was fear of that here in the state of Georgia, too. But uh, we, we... you know, soundly defeated Stacey Abrams and the new Georgia voter law worked. It actually worked. It uh, didn't help Herschel Walker any. And you can thank me later for still having two very liberal senators here in the state of Georgia. We still can't try to figure that one out. But, Russell, the for example, when I hear somebody like Raphael Warnock say, oh, it was so great to see our turnout. For early voting, our turnout was huge. Do you want to explain to me how Raphael Warnock knows his voter turnout was huge for early voting? How would he know that? <laughs> you know, it's just a question I'm asking for a friend. That's all. I'm just asking a question. Of
4: course, I mean it's the same thing that when Karen Bass um, was down, I think she was down three and a half points at the end. Um, of the election here in California to Rick Caruso and she went out on the stage and she smiled like she just knew she had it in the bag and the next day she was up five Um, you know I think that there's just something going on here that when people can't get it right on election night and then they say oh we've had more mail-in ballots than ever before well how do you know that you know where is this information coming from and the fact that we can't get it right on day one, and then the people that always seem to where like you think that they're going to win because they're the best candidate and then all of a sudden the, the worst candidate just comes out ahead and they're smiling the entire time. There is something going on. I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist, but if you think that these people can get in office after having terrible track records for decades, and Karen Bass has a horrible track record for 20 years, and she beats one of the most successful men in Los Angeles who employs thousands of people, has cleaned up towns, he's changed the demographics of actual cities and taken people out of poverty, given them great jobs, reinvigorated bad neighborhoods, and this man gets trounced by a far-left person with a horrible track record? Give me a break.
0: Yeah, you know, I'm sitting here listening to you. I got a grin on my face. Lee, down in Florida, you and I were both living in Florida at the time. West Palm Beach was a mess. West Palm Beach was, and we've only got 30 seconds. But, Lee, real quick, you want to tell people what was going on down in West Palm Beach before it was finally cleaned up and we got rid of those people down there and fixed the problem?
1: Well, it was controlled by one specific political party, and that's the only way to do it. I'm wondering when one of these next day, day after the election, miracles, in finger quotes, is going to break our way. But they never seem to do that. They always break for the other team. We never are the
0: recipient of any of these. Isn't that interesting? Guys, you know, look, you, everybody out You you all feel something in your gut, right? I don't have the answer. I don't know what it is. I can just tell you that what Justin brought up could be the conversation for the remainder of the hour. I've got a number of things that we want to talk about here coming up next. I'm going to take you to Connecticut next. Don't go away.
9: It's the Bill of Rights
0: This segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Mike Lindell and MyPillow. Don't forget to use the promo code AAR at MyPillow.com. Welcome back. Yeah, welcome back indeed. Now on the downside of this hour, I can't believe it. I could sit here for the rest of the evening with you. Here in the Car Firearms Group studios on the Sig Sour, Mike with you. All of it presented by X-Insurance. My pillow, use the promo code AAR. Pick up some Defender coffee. Support the Second Amendment Foundation simply by checking a box. Drink great coffee, and they will donate money to the Second Amendment Foundation for you if that's where you want to direct your money. You can also direct it to Gun Owners of America, whatever floats your boat. Your mileage may vary, but you know I'm a little partial to the Second Amendment Foundation as I sit on the board of the Citizens Committee for the right to keep and bear arms with Mr. Gottlieb, and he is a regular guest on the program every week, as he was for an incredibly informative half hour again today on Armed American Radio's Monster Cast. Oh, boy. Um, Justin, I got to get your opinion here, because you were the one that brought it up before I take us to Connecticut about the, uh, you know, the, the, the fraud, okay? and i what lee said was so true i hadn't thought about it in those terms in a while but it always seems to break the other way right it never seems to break our way i've often said justin when coincidences begin lining up you have to start wondering if in fact they're coincidences right
5: well mark you know uh, <laughs> I i like I am a conspiracy realist and proud of it. Alex tells us right.
0: <laughs> a conspiracy realist. I love it. All right, guys, let's go over to Connecticut now. Uh, when I talk, was talking about gun control earlier it, with Mr. Gottlieb and, you know, it, the, the fact that they just never stop. It's never ending. It, Mr. Gottlieb and the Second Amendment Foundation, guys, as you know, are there are dozens of lawsuits now post-Bruin. We have an assault weapons ban case in Maryland. We have a new case in Delaware. That's the Third Circuit in Delaware. We have an ongoing Fourth Circuit case that's really moving quickly, I think, might be. That's the, that's the one to watch right now. Suits in California. We now have Illinois with assault weapons ban. The city of Columbus, Ohio, the city of Columbus, Ohio takes it upon themselves to infringe on your constitutional rights. Connecticut's been doing it for years. Connecticut Governor Ned Lamont declares grandfathered AR-15 ownership a loophole. So if your guns that you've owned for decades lawfully To the Democrats, because they are all in lockstep. I'm not just pointing to him. This is indicative of all of them. This is the direction they want to go. Now your ownership of the guns that you have in your safe that you use safely to the tune of, get this, roughly 25 million estimated, and that's from the National Shooting Sports Foundation, are now a loophole. What does he want to do? He now wants to ban their outright possession. Get rid of grandfathering. This never, ever ends. Russell Stewart, you are a gun dealer, in FFL in California. A, are you shocked by that? And B, well, let's just stay with A, are you shocked by that?
5: <laughs>
4: Absolutely not. <laughs> we have a special form of stupid here in California and our gun laws. You know, I want to take another um, You know, I want to add something on that list. Here in California, we now have an all-out onslaught on CCW applications, and they've completely taken Bruin, said "f you," and said now we're going to take good cause and turn it into good character. And now they are—they're looking at everything under the sun. That, especially, even in the city of Beverly Hills, they have elected now to add a psychological test component onto the CCW application and I was able to get a hold of the 17-page psychological test and some of the questions on there are absolutely shocking, including um, have you ever had a genital piercing or have you ever had your nipples pierced? It's like, what the hell does that have to do with my rights to carry a firearm? And let's just say someone did have their nipples pierced. Does that have some kind of a psychological now tick box that says, oh, you know, he, you know, he shouldn't be carrying a firearm. It, 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 it's just unbelievable how every step of the way we have people in states like Connecticut and California and New York, of people that just say your rights are not your rights. They're my right of how I feel. And we're going to put every obstacle in your way based upon how I feel and not what the Constitution says. And, guys, we're in big trouble.
0: Yeah, I know. It, particularly, you are in big trouble in California. There's no question about that. Super majority is out there. You really are in big trouble. Before I ask you about your shop in Florida, we'll do that before the hour's up. Let me go over to Lee, the gun writer, Williams, around the table. Lee, you're in the Sarasota, Florida area right now, AM 930. You're tuned in. And we love you for it. In fact, if you're listening to the live radio stream, you're listening to the AM 930 stream, which is the feed that we provide for you if you're listening to the radio online. And we thank everybody down there in Florida at AM 930, the Salem Group. Uh, Lee, one of the craziest laws, you're talking about the crazy stuff here that that, uh, that Russell is referring to. One of the craziest I've ever heard came out of Duval County in uh, outside Jacksonville. And I forget the state rep's name, but what she had submitted, she actually filed the bill. It didn't go anywhere. It never made it out of committee in Florida, thankfully. But this is the way they think. She wanted you to take an anger management class in order to buy ammunition. Get a anger management justification card. To buy ammo that was good every five years, you had to have it renewed to make sure that your anger management was under control before you could buy ammunition. This was in the great state of Florida, affectionately then known as the Gunshine state. You've got some work to do now to catch up, but you will this legislative session. Even in a state like Florida, Lee, they never quit. They just never quit.
1: No, they don't. And and you got to hand it to them. I mean, look at how they redefine the word
5: loophole
1: loophole right now if you're a a gun banner means anything that you don't like anything you don't like all of a sudden is a loophole uh and i'm sure that state rep who shall remain nameless you know was it's like the the sanity loophole of some kind she's trying to get people to have to take a test Uh, it's crazy everything they don't like is suddenly become a loophole every time you see that word or you hear that word um CNN or MSLSD, your ears should perk up because that's them. That's their game plan. If it's a loophole, it's something they want to ban, even though it's not really a loophole.
0: You know, you're right about that. And she was Florida's state version of Texas's Sheila Jackson Lee. And I cannot recall her name. I wish I could because I'd put it out there. She's the one that should be taking a nut job class in order to have to serve. I mean, just ludicrous stuff that they throw up. Justin, this is a global effort to come after our firearms. You know that. I know that. Listeners know that. Our panel knows that. And as you know, just north of your border, up in Pennsylvania, across the border in Canada, you've got miniature Trudeau up there, the the little Cuban wannabe, the little Fidel Castro wannabe, And any conspiracy theorist knows that if you look at him and Fidel Castro, they look really super eerily, crazily alike. It's really strange. That whole story we won't get into. But he is, in fact, acting like the tyrant just south of the Florida border in Cuba. And apparently he can get away with what he wants to get away with, now calling for banning handguns, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But you now have the First Nations. The AFN, which is the tribes in Canada who just recently, Justin, passed an emergency res- resolution to oppose Canadian federal gun control legislation. So like sheriffs down here in the United States, you now have an organized group saying, no, nah, uh-uh, I don't think so. Is he going to be able to get away with those bans up there in Canada, even with resolutions like this being passed? We've only got 30 seconds. Go ahead.
5: Gotta say, you know, the the whole issue about him looking like Fidel Castro—that's already been proven. Fact, he's he's Fidel's kid. I mean, his mother. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but you know, the Canadians, the Canadians—they—they they, they it like we did here in America, so they don't know what they the
0: Fire, Justin. You're breaking up there. When we come back, I wanna go back to you on that. You were breaking up just a tad bit. So if it was gonna happen, now is the time to do it right before the break. Armed American Radio's monster cast continues here in the Car Firearms Group studios on this six hour microphone. We'll be back. We'll go back to Justin and then we'll go around the table. A couple more quick topics. Don't go away.
2: Dr. Sebastian Gorka letting you know that the Desperado Sport Fishing Crew in Virginia Beach, Virginia supports armed American radio and our right to bear arms. Now back to Mark Walters.
0: Well, I'm sad to say we are in the final segment of Armed American Radio's Monster Cast here in the roundtable today in the Car Firearms Group studios. I am Mark Walters, filling your prescription for freedom on hundreds of radio stations around the nation, coast to coast, all four corners and everywhere in between, including parts unknown on this Sig Sauer microphone. All of it is brought to you by that great company, X-Insurance. Make sure to check out x Insurance. Dot com. You can do that by visiting armedamericanradio.com and just clicking on the X banner. I did all the work for you. It takes you right where you need to be, and you can start the process of talking to a real insurance company and getting a real insurance policy. Not some third party nonsense, but a real insurance policy written in your name, just like you have for your health, your life, your businesses your homes, your automobiles. None of that is third party. None of the lien holders would allow that nonsense. X-Insurance is an AM best A rated company that will write you a policy for anything you want insured. Come up with it. Bounce it off of them and they will write it. If you don't want to talk to them directly, you can go through your agent because they're a real insurance company. You can't do that with third party rented paper type stuff. X insurance has you covered. Make sure to check them out. Get a true umbrella policy. Cover what your other insurance doesn't. Cover those gaps. X insurance will do that for you. Make sure to check them out. They are the real deal. Welcome back inside. One more segment to go. Greg down in Dallas, Texas, thanks for cooking things along today, man. You have been on the accelerator, no doubt about it. And yeah, I appreciate that, although yeah. I kind of wish you back off because I haven't had time to do much during the break. But <laughs> I won't hold you personally responsible for that. All right. So I think, uh, Justin, I want to go back to you, uh, Canada. Your, your phone was breaking up just a little bit. But as you know, Justin, here in the United States, we've been getting a lot of pushback from sheriffs, for example, in Oregon, who said, no, I'm not going to enforce this. It's a violation of my constituents' constitutional rights. We've seen that in, from sheriffs across the country. By the thousands who are saying, not going to happen in my neck of the woods. You're not going to come in here and tell me what I have to do to infringe on my constituents' right to keep and bear arms. And I want, to, I want you to hear a quote, all you guys, from the head of he – is, he is with – let me make sure I get him proper here because I love what he's talking about. He is a, uh, a chief or proxy, and he was in attendance at the Assembly of the First Nations which is a special chief's assembly in Ottawa that was held last week. And they passed a resolution to oppose Justin Trudeau Castro's Bill C-21, which was initially proposed, ladies and gentlemen, to ban handguns. And now they want to move after long guns, et cetera. And here's what the chiefs had to say. That this is, these are the tribal folks and law enforcement up in Canada. No government has a right to take that away from us and regulate that. That is our job as mothers, grandmothers, grandfathers, and hunters. Justin, he nailed it, didn't he?
5: Well, I think the Canadians should man up and do what we did in 1776, so it's up to them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, you know, ladies and gentlemen, you, we <laughs> chuckle and we smile about that, but I'm telling you right now, when you, when you consider what Trudeau is doing to his people in Canada, take a listen to what he had to say. I, you know, listen to this. This is a, a paraphrase of what he said. Trudeau, who also spoke at that assembly on Monday, said that a review of the legislation would not target, get this, legitimate gun use. Justin, so look, let me go over here to Russell in the essence of time. Russell, what is legitimate gun use? Is it what a political leader says it is? Or is it what you say it is if your life is on the line? Well, that depends
4: on what state that you live in. Uh, uh, like we ah, talked about, such a great point. I mean, here in California, they tell us what our constitutional rights are. That's how it works here. Every day that we walk in and try and buy ammo, we have to go through a background check and make sure that they know our address and make sure it's registered into the state system and and make sure that I have all the proper documentation. So I could lose my license if they come in and inspect. It's like all of these things. Is them sitting down in a you know in a huddle, saying what can we do to obstruct people's rights that will make them feel like they just don't want to go out and actually participate in their Second Amendment rights? That's what California is. It is it is putting fear into people so they don't even participate in their constitutional rights.
0: Uh, and of that course is that's all by design. More
4: and more and more across the. And that is all
0: That is all by design, Russell. You know it, I know it, and they know it. Lee the Gunwriter Williams down in Florida. I have to ask just a point-blank question. Could you live like that? No,
1: and neither will the tribes. I spent years of my life on the tribes in South Dakota and North Dakota covering, doing civil rights stories. Theirs is a warrior culture. They venerate the warrior. You go to a powwow there, the first people to walk out into the ring are the tribe's veterans. It's a warrior culture. Guns are part of their lives. Trudeau has bitten off way more than he can chew, they will not surrender peaceably their firearms. Uh, it's going to get really interesting. If they go in there and try and take them by force, uh, the tribes will not relent. They're, they're a warrior culture, and they should be respected for that.
0: Well, it seems to me that he is I'm, – I'm getting this sense – that Trudeau is beginning to walk some of this nonsense back because he's getting, Justin, he he's getting a lot. Of, yeah, I'm, you're right. Justin, he's getting a lot of pushback in Canada, not just from the tribes, but from each of the province's leaders and law enforcement as well, Justin.
5: Well, I, I certainly hope the, the Canadians add up and push back against this tyranny because. It's really discouraging to see this kind of latent communist tyranny right on our border. And especially right now with Justin Trudeau and that Canadian government, you know, they they basically have government assisted murder of citizens
0: now. It's crazy. Well, Justin, in 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 Canada right now. Yeah, we're going to run out of time, unfortunately. I'm looking at the clock. I think we've only got a minute, so I don't want to ask this question. But Maybe I'll just just make this point. I, I, because there is no constitution like we have in the United States, let me just say this. I believe he's working with the administration here. This is just my personal opinion. I believe that the Biden administration and the Canadian administration are working together in an effort to disarm both sides of the border. Would I be correct in that assessment? Do you believe, Justin?
5: Well, I think you would be a conspiracy realist if you believe that.
0: (laughs) I'll take that one. I'll wear that one with a badge of honor. Russell, like Justin, honestly, these two, they're working together. They have to be. And I'll tell you why I feel that way. Because the American gun grabbers are championing everything that Trudeau is doing.
4: Yeah, I mean, look, our cousins up there to the north obviously do have influence. In fact, you know, we do. Send a lot of guns up there. A lot of you know people from there come down here to go hunting. We go up there to go hunting. So we do have you know a, you know a brotherhood in firearms with right. our neighbors up to the north. But unfortunately, yes, Trudeau is a powerful man. He has a lot of influence down here, and he's got a lot of champions in his way of thinking. And when you have a you know a massive nation like Canada and having a leader who's basically throwing out anyone's gun rights completely people down here are going to take listen and say hey he's doing it up there we should do it down here
0: too ladies and gentlemen pay very careful attention to what's going on north of order lee the Gunwriter williams real quick before we head out about 15 seconds tell people where they can find you and read everything that you write my friend
1: they can go to armedamericannews.com dot or they can go to saf.org
0: beautiful stuff guys thank you all for being here justin CEO Justin Moon, CEO of Car Arms, Russell Stewart, owner of Beverly Hills Guns, and Lee, the gun writer, Williams. Thank you guys for being here on another provocative roundtable. We appreciate it very much. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to get up and do it again tomorrow because they don't want me to until we meet on the radio. Carry on, carry often, carry absolutely everywhere. Never leave your cave without your club. No self-respecting caveman would have ever done that. Enjoy the rest of your day. We'll see you on the radio.